known each other for many years, Alan. Yeah. Many years. And we've interviewed some amazing artists over that time. That's surprising. How did we get away with interviewing so many people? <laughs> Snuck backstage. <laughs> Uh, broke into interviews yeah, That was great Pretended we were bigger than what we are 100% That's one of the things is Like mainly just Caring about music is the main thing Yeah just really being there in the moment And I, I feel like I couldn't think of anyone Better to hang out with You know backstage Or you know Lying to big major labels <laughs> to, Yeah To kind of get to where we are Other than Toucan Yeah Yeah Oh were you talking about Who were you talking about Yeah Toucan Alright good <laughs> <laughs> Now, Toucan's an awesome artist. He really is. I actually didn't know a lot about Toucan. We got handed Toucan uh, an interview opportunity. And once I started speaking to him, I, I just, I was so fascinated on his journey. And it, it's really cool. Just in general, like LA for networking is just like, it's insane. You know, you go to a bar and then go grab a shot. Then the dude is standing over there. You're like, oh, like, what do you do? He's like... Oh, I'm like a two-time Grammy-nominated producer. You're like, honestly, man, I met this guy called Randy Urbinski, who's Kanye West's engineer. Yeah, he he's worked with a plethora of of. I love that word, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. That's right. I made it up. No, you didn't. No, he's got a really <laughs> interesting story, and I love that we've over the past three or four episodes we've really focused on Australian artists mm. because every artist we've spoken to has such an awesome story and I'm so glad we can share it with people. Well, this is Toucan. Check him out right now. Love the t-shirt. <laughs> Love the t-shirt. That's fantastic. I was like, I got to wear this. I just bought oh, it the other man. week. This if, is the perfect if, time if, to wear it. If the screen just goes back to like fuzziness, I know the, the call's ended. No worries. <laughs> the old school days. Yeah, that's rage. pretty much it, bro. Dude, fantastic. I miss those days, man. Oh, man. It's like, it's like, oh, no, SBS has got some porn on and Rage has got a fuzzy screen. I don't know. <laughs> bro, it's always a fuzzy screen, man. Oh, here's Tony B. He's uh, just making sure hey. we're recording. Rage. How's it going, oh, lads? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I always, I always wanted to copy that that voiceover. Rage, rage. Now, just the the weird like <laughs> the clip before it was like it was like rah, 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 rah. It got real weird, and you're like, what the like, fuck was I, that? I, shit? I, I. <laughs> oh, you guys should incorporate it to your show. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Toucan, man. How's it going? How's it going? This is Good. great. We get to speak to you. We we were um we were looking through your um. Your discography and it was uh, very cool, very vibing mm. on, uh, on this beautiful thank you uh, morning. And um, yeah, you, you're doing good. I, I actually, I'm going to be totally honest. I actually um, never really stumbled into your uh, music until we got told about you. Um, maybe it's because we've been given so much music to fucking look at. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, man, it's great, and we're definitely going to add it to our catalog because it's um, it, yeah, very quality work. Thank you very much. That uh, it means a lot. It's uh. You know, I've been doing the project now for eight years and it's one of those things, getting like the name out there can be the most difficult part, but, uh, you know, I, I love the work and honestly, every day is a blessing. So, you know, get to work from home and after all lockdown and stuff, you know, it's been pretty good for me. Just nothing's really changed, just working at home anyways. So, uh, yeah, happy days. Just release a new EP and stuff. So, things are looking good. So, unilateral, the EP. Yep. I mean, I listen to a lot of hip hop myself and I, I look at like and when an EP's dropped, it's like it could either be a massive, massive EP of like a whole bunch of tracks or then just something like yours, which is what, like four tracks all up. Just Yeah, four, yeah. And I think, but I think 
it sums up your sound that really well. I think it's a really nice way to sum up uh, what is Toucan. Yeah. Thank you very much. Like, it's definitely a, um, you know, writing music over, over a lot, because I'm from Melbourne, like writing music over that lockdown period has proven uh, quite interesting. So I actually started the EP in, um, in hotel quarantine because <laughs> I was like living over in LA before all this and then flew back down to Melbourne and, uh, you know, had to spend two weeks doing something. So I uh, started the EP in quarantine and just kind of, you know, the way it kind of structured was I was just trying to find a bunch of my friends from LA and like, you know, just keep my days busy by having Zoom sessions and uh, things like that during that uh, that isolation period. So that's kind of how it how it all worked out. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I haven't looked into why your name is Toucan. I'm gonna I'm just gonna make a guess, Tony, but you should guess as well. I'm I'm gonna go with Toucan. Maybe you drank two cans of beer before you decided you wanted to become a producer. <laughs> I'm gonna go with that one. What do you What do you got? Definitely more than two. Yeah, <laughs> love more than two. What do you got, Tony? What do you What do you think? I was gonna say the bloke can only smack down two cans of beer, but I I, I feel like you, I feel like we could sit down and have a serious session. Yeah. Or we could have a, he had a lot of Mexican food and he needed two cans to, to fill it out. Oh, Dab, you got it right. Where'd it come from? No, honestly, it actually started uh, as like the bird spelling, like T-O-U-C-A-N. And then uh, I was traveling around Europe doing like a gap year as soon as I finished school. And there was a Facebook uh, page that messaged me saying there's like a band called Toucan and they're like wanting to like sue me. So I was like, oh shit, got to... Uh, Gotta <laughs> gotta change the name. And right at the time, my brother actually wanted to like start producing. So I was like, look, if you want to join the project, instead of like changing it completely, we can call like two can, like two people can, if that makes sense. Yeah. But then uh, you know, do, I was doing it with my brother for about five years. And then uh the last three years has just been a solo project. So he left the project. Um and I was just like, look, I've already gone this far with the name, may as well uh, may as well keep it. Yeah, that's awesome. Where, where did the sound come from? Like, did, did you always want to do this t- type of sound? Like, very, like, cool, um, like, sort of hip-hop-y electronic sort of sound? Or Honestly, like, it kind of started as more on the, like, tropical edge, you know, uh, like, very early on. Because, like, I was just putting songs in SoundCloud back in the day. And, you know, some was just blowing up. And I was like, wow, like, what the hell's going on, really? Um, so I kind of put a song out called Fire back, it would have been, like, eight years ago now. And it just blew up and then, you know, managers are hitting me up and booking agents and stuff. So it's like, okay, maybe I should just continue with like a sound like this. And it was kind of at the time that Australian sound, like with like LDIU, Flume, like all those yeah. sort of guys. Um, and I was actually managed by the same guys as Drew, like LDIU. Um, and yeah, they were just kind of pushing a bunch of shows for us. So I was like, look, I'll keep doing stuff in this uh, avenue. But then over the years, uh, you know, I was living in Los Angeles for a bit. That definitely influence of more hip-hop-y style in there, the drums and stuff. Um, and, yeah, so it's getting inspired by a bunch of, like, those old-school indie guys as well, like MGMT, like Foster the People. So I was like, look, how can I uh, make a cheeky transition between all of this and kind of get away with it? So that's kind of where I'm at now. And I'm actually taking singing lessons and things like that. I kind of want to go down the, uh, the like, Tame Impala road in the future because I do produce, mix, master write all my music like i kind of keep it all in my own little awesome. in a little bubble so yeah yeah i, I find that I it is hard to work with a lot of like singers and rappers and and i'm finding it hard like i do a little bit of production as well but i'm like i just can't oh, nice. i can't just like 
hit up a vocalist or something and it just, it, it just becomes too like complex. You like, and I feel like, yeah, you're saying, you know, you're doing singing lessons. You can just do all your shit in one go and you can do exactly what you want to do. And you know, even Tony B's got man. a few, uh, freestyle raps. You said you wanted to do a collab with, um, 2Ken, didn't you? Hey, we should, yeah. I mean, if you want, <laughs> let's do it. Send me through a track. <laughs> send me some, send me your email, bro, and I'll send you some stuff. Uh, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm Ken, bro. I'm Ken. <laughs> you have that, um, MGMT that that alt dance alt yeah. electronic sound but it, the beauty of it is like you can see a lot of like when that was a thing you could see a lot of replicas at that time yep but there's something about your sound that is so much in its own space mm. and I think that's a really awesome thing man it's a really awesome thing thank you man yeah it's definitely like you know it's definitely one of those things that I'm quite conscious of like no one really wants to hear another someone else so i'm just kind of just trying to throw everything at the wall and just you know just try my best to make it as different as possible and you know trying to take influences from a bunch of different music because i like honestly i can't ever see myself like sticking to one genre for like my whole career yeah you know i'm so inspired by just music in general and there's so much good music out there that you know having like little snippets of influence from everyone and bringing that together actually makes it fun in my opinion you know instead of just like a structural you know every song has to be this genre or like you know edm or whatever mm. so i i find a lot of uh creative freedom and just you know just writing with different people or you know having a studio session with a, a guy that plays like the clarinet and that inspires something or other you know i find that the fun part of music yeah that collaboration side of things which no doubt the whole without sure, delving man. too much into the covid stitch like i've always said that oh, it's definitely made it tough for sure but I, like i've always said any and it's not just music but anything creative collaboration e- equals creativity to me um i think it's Absolutely, just so important man. you have to bounce ideas off each other and you have to really vibe with each other to be able to make anything absolutely man in saying that you mentioned you were in la and and spent a bit of time over there who did you work with who were you, were you meeting did you get a bit of a, a yeah a crew together a bit of a group together <laughs> absolutely man like funnily enough like just just in general like la for networking is just mm. like it's insane like you go to a um you know you go to a bar and then go grab a shot then the dude just standing over there you're like oh like what do you do he's like Oh, I'm like a two-time Grammy-nominated producer. Like, oh, well, there you go. So honestly, man, I met this guy called Randy Urbinski, who's Kanye West's engineer. Um, name drop. Who just did like, you know, yeah, like, yeah I'm huge sorry, name drop. Yeah, I like the way you just said that. You're like, who's like Kanye West's engineer or something like that. I, <laughs> I was like a nobody when I was moving over there. I literally just met him out, like, you know, met him out in the smoker's room, if anywhere. Um, and yeah, we just got talking, man. And he was like, yeah, look, I have a studio up in the hills should come check it out i'm like absolutely so long story short i started working with him for like you know a heap of stuff and he's actually done some mixing in uh some mixing in the past for my music um so yeah i was just like working with him and he introduced me to a bunch of those like rappers and you know i can't really name drop everyone but some pretty big names in the uh, rap scene over there work with him and he cuts their vocals and things um which opened the door to a lot of people so I'm actually going to move back to LA in a few months. So, you know, I'm really excited to be working with some of these, you know, S tier rappers in the future and probably get them on the Toucan project and things like that. So, yeah, that's I'm excited, really cool. man. Dude, that's incredible. Mm. Yeah. Like, I, in terms of being in LA, like, I've heard, I've heard that too. It's great to network. But in Australia, obviously, music is in the same sort of vibe. But yep. you very much get a straight answer of like, nah, man. 
Uh, like yes. you can see straight through people, but yeah. over there apparently, like, nah, man, is there yeah. much bullshit that goes on? Like, did you deal with much bullshit of meeting someone? You're like, huh? Nah, because it's so oh. fast paced over there. They oh. don't, they don't fuck around. They're just like straight it to is. the point. Like, you got to get this done. We got to get it done now. Yeah, right. They are really fast paced. I don't know. It's like they have a different mindset. I feel like Australians are quite. I feel like we're a little bit more prone to. Uh, like feedback and we get a little bit more like our, our feelings get a little yeah. bit more hurt but over there they just really don't give yeah. a crap you know like we procrastinate for too so, long <laughs> yeah it's, it's, I procrastinate so hard <laughs> but I don't know it, it's a different mindset they have and honestly like it, it's quite refreshing to work with them sometimes is you know you just go in there and they, they know exactly what they want to do and if you want to have like an opinion on it they're usually just like no nah. hmm. you know this is what we're doing today. I'm like, oh, all right. It's a bit stern, but awesome. sometimes I find that helpful because it cuts out all the, you know, the fluffiness of the studio session, which can actually not cause like any work to be done. You know what I mean? Because everyone's just trying to be nice to each other. Yeah. Where are you guys this? Hey, are you Sydney, in Melbourne? Sydney, Sydney. Oh, you're in Sydney? Yeah, yeah nice, yeah, yeah. nice. I want to get up to Sydney. Just, uh, oh, to you honest, know, the man, border closures made it so tough. Bro, I want to go to Melbourne. Yeah. I want to go to Gold Coast. Get the fuck out of, out of Sydney. Yeah. Sydney. <laughs> it's boring as Dead. balls, man. Dead set. Like, <laughs> Melbourne's always my favorite. Melbourne and Brisbane are my favorite uh, nightlife situations. But Gold Coast. Where have you been in Melbourne, man? Mate, um, one of my favorite joints. I like live music. Like One of my favorite joints yeah, nice. is, um, is the Nightcat. Nightcat's fresh. That's yep, fucking yep, yep. awesome. But Such then, a good place. In terms of like going like i wouldn't even say clubbing clubbing the only place i've really ever been to is like love machine oh, oh love yeah, Mach- yeah 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 that machine. place is a vibe it was fun. just off chapel street yeah. i used to live on chapel street man oh, like mate. oh how it was carnage right <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. and like the worst part is i went to like school just off chapel street so every single time like my friends were on chapel street and i was like hungover and just wanted to have a night in can you come to revs tonight i'm like okay (laughs) like that's one one night in that's it (laughs) well we love seeing the journey that you're going on and we can't wait to see where you're at when you go back to la it's going to be huge working with some of the biggest artists uh and engineers kanye west engineer um it's it's gonna be huge (laughs) for you man and uh yeah I, i can't wait to um speak to you again and see where you're at man absolutely let's make it uh let's make it happen you know, we should uh, have a round two. Well, Tony B is going to join your forces. You'll be three cans soon. Yeah, you watch. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> Been hoping for three can. <laughs> <laughs> Let's tee it up. Let's tee it up. Let's tee it up, man. So Toucan has an epic story to tell. And it is, it's so interesting to think that you could travel to LA as an Australian artist and make all these connections. And I feel like in LA, in the US as well, they, they always support Australian artists. They, I feel like they think that, you know, maybe we're little little fish, but we have so much talent that they want to keep us. They want to, like, just kidnap us. They go, oh, Australian artist. I'm taking him. I want to keep him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've seen it with, like, people like Kid Leroy. And, yes. And a whole bunch of artists. Like, and even, like, actors, like Rebel mm. Wilson. And, yeah, like Home and Away stars. They're just, yeah. like, you know, they're just grabbing everyone. And you see him in movies, you're like, isn't he Australian? Like Kid Flash. Keenan Lonsdale. Yeah, like insane to think that we have so much talent in Australia and it's it's just, we are here to shine and we're just smashing it out. And we have so many artists, especially who we have on our next episode of More Than Music, The Buckleys. When we go in the studio and record, we don't have in our mind we need to stay in this box or do this sound yeah we just kind of do whatever feels good 
Yeah, we had a hell of a lot of fun with the Buckleys. Yeah. And I mean, we've got that dance music show. Mm. We've had interviews with a whole bunch of different artists. But I really love that we had a moment to sit down with some incredible country music artists that... I still, I don't really like calling them that because they they very much have, and I know we've spoken a lot about lanes on this podcast, but they have very much created their own genre and created their own lane. Yeah. And I am really excited to see where their journey goes because I'm sure that they're going to be taking out... Yeah. And headlining some amazing, amazing country festivals over in America and whatnot. And Let's start here. Yeah, yeah. But they'll get there. Yeah, and they're going to be working with some big, big artists, I think, too. For sure. So we got the Buckleys on the next episode of More Than Music. Ah. <laughs>